Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. And I'm Bob Galen. Today's topic is? The birthday boys. Ooh. Ooh. Our birthdays are coming up. Metacasters. Are. We are Josh, I, and I just realized this, I've known Josh for, for a number of years, and I, did, I, I either I forgot or whatever, but we are one day apart. Right, I was ahead. You're always older than me. <laughs> I, I am always older. <laughs> so my birthday is August 17th, and yours is the 18th. Yes. How, how cool. We're both Leos. Yes. Let's hear us roar for us, Josh. I'm not going to roar. <laughs> Come on. Give me, oh, what is that? No, I will get my uh, son. You get your lion on? You're not going to get your lion on? <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable with <laughs> getting your lion on. <laughs> I don't even know what Whatever that means. That means. Oh, you're the king of the bees. It's Leo. That's right. Our, okay. That, that's our astronomical, whatever the heck it is, sign, right? Yeah. Yes. We don't need to roar. We don't People just know. That's true. We yeah. just we, we walk around and like flex our shoulders and stuff, right? And, <laughs> yeah. and flip our manes back. When, uh, Wait back, a minute. Back when I had a mane. Yeah, right? I was going to say. Yeah, I know. You shouldn't or, be talking oh, about manes. You know what? It's okay. Not every line has. <laughs> back in the day, I had a hell of a mane. It's just it's just gone now. So yeah, uh, this is our birthday metacast, or you know, close enough. We're, this is Thursday, so what the fifteenth? So it's close enough that we we can get a little perky on. Um, you or, are already. I am a little perky on my yeah. birthday, so yeah, it, it will. He's it, fired but, up, as you already point, as you always point out, it will not last, right? Yeah, <laughs> I have a very late. which is weird because normally, you know, people don't get excited about birthdays when they've had so many. That's true, but you as know. you may have. But had. I'm on that down that downhill slope. I don't know. I have to treasure everyone oh. that I have. <laughs> everyone, okay. everyone is a special day. Okay. All right. So what is what are we gonna uh, talk? You about? have a mystery topic that I have not heard about yet. Okay. So I'll, I'll throw it out there. We'll see where it goes. Okay. But, uh, I was having I was having lunch. As it so happened, I was having lunch with a another agile coach yesterday, Ken Pugh. Have you ever met Ken? No. Ken's, I might. I'm horrible with names, guy, so I might have. Bald local guy, semi-retired, works for Net Objectives, teaches a lot of TDD patterns, OO design stuff. He's been doing this for like 35 years independently. He's pretty well known. Written a few books. Mm-hmm. Wrote a ATDD book, and uh, he and I were just. I never get together with him. He's always on the road. Uh, but we had lunch yesterday for the first time in, I don't know, over a year. We see each other at conferences, but we never see... He lives in Durham, so we, right. never, we never see each other here. And he asked me this weird question at the, at the end of... Uh, sort of the end of the lunch. He's like, you know, is it a teaching problem? So he's like, I'm seeing this, this pattern where people are... They just don't get agile. And you see the same anti-patterns over and over and over again. And he's like, is it really a teaching problem? Uh, because he's a teacher, and I'm a teacher, and you're a teacher, uh, or is it something else? Meaning, and, and he, he's, he's like, have we taught everyone everything? Is it is it something else? And and I'm thinking that we may have taught everyone everything. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is, have folks heard it? Uh, what would be, you know, a good example of the, you know story points? How many times here have you talked to people about the intent of story points? Right. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know if this yeah. is a problem. But how many times have you had people here do mapping of story points to ours? So you've you've you know, you've referenced them to books, white papers, blog right. posts, you've you've talked it out of you know, you've you've talked about it till you're blue in the face and folks still for some reason don't get story points. And then Ken was generalizing that to everything. He's like, I'm really getting tired. Uh, of uh, he says, I, I wonder if it's still a teaching problem. 
and he had talked about doing a, a dope slab. He's like, I, I want to give people who keep asking me these questions, he says, I want to give them a dope slap. Because it's like, you keep repeating the same damn things right. and whining about it, and you're not listening. Dope slap. So is he saying that he's seeing that in his day-to-day routine in coaching or in general just across in, the just area? Just in general, okay. and not just our area. I mean, right. this is... this right. is. But it's our, but it's our it's, area that it's, we know and we can agile, speak of. So I call it agile right. transformation. Is it... You know, and, and I think he's, his premise is we've we've taught them. There's another problem. It's not learning. It's not learning. It's not teaching. It's something else. What do you think? So I think is that, is that a juicy enough topic for the Medicast? Oh, we can run with that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I think in general, in our targeted areas, we have coached well enough, but I equate it to JavaScript. Right. Oh my God. JavaScript is did something. Did that hurt on the way out? No, it did not. I would have never sir. expected JavaScript to come out. Look, I'm listening. So I'm, I'm hanging. JavaScript is like a sharp knife. So I'll triple it up on you. Right. Holy crap. It's very easy to get in and use and think you're using it well, but it's very hard to actually use it well and get the true power out of it. Agile is the same way. Anybody can say they're doing agile. They can read a book read a blog, read whatever they think, or talk to a friend, and launch into it without fully understanding what they're doing. And I think that's a more common practice than a lot of places, that people want to do Agile because it's the thing that they see, that that's where everybody's going, so it gets pushed on them, or they decide to push it on their team, and no one really invests in understanding what it really means and understanding that. So we have a lot of half-assed Agile. See, I'm going to propose what I, my, my thing from, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I love the JavaScript sharp knife thing. That was beautiful. That was, Thank you. It was like a wax on, wax off moment. You know, that <laughs> I, I had wax on, wax off in my head. But uh, my, my reaction to Ken was, I think you're right, and I'm not, which I'm disagreeing with you. And what I think is, and I know there's, so a brand, I'm not talking about a brand new team that has no clue whatsoever. That's not what I'm talking about. But I think there are teams out there that they know better, but they choose to do it poorly because of other reasons. And I don't other, think they really other know. Other than learning. I don't other think they than really learning. know. Ah, see, I disagree with you. I don't think they really know. I think, that, for example, I don't think they have the courage. I think they look for the easy. So, I'm not, what's an excuse? I know better, but I don't have the courage. So, I know we should have a retrospective, and I know I should confront my team, but you know what? I'm too lazy. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like taking a risk. Well, that's not knowledge gap. It may be. It may be technique gap. Mm-hmm. But that's. But the root cause there, to me, and I think this is where Ken was coming from. It's not knowing. You know. You know. You know. Generally, what a retrospective is. I'll use a retrospective as an example. It's where. Where is your fortitude? Where is your commitment? Where is your courage? Or right. other words, it's not a knowledge. The first order problem is not knowledge. It's something else maybe it's like commitment or whatever and and that's what i was that's where i went yesterday you disagree so the argument that i would throw at you is that they fully don't understand the importance of agile and the courage required to do agile well i think that they're just going through the ceremonies and going through the motions but if they really fully grasped what agile is intended to be about then i think Courage isn't even an option, right? It's like you are obligated by the process to do this. So I would argue 
that it's back to that half-assed agile where some people kind of sort of get it and others don't. But I, I, but what I'm saying is I think they're choosing. That's what Ken was... I think many people choose. I think they're choosing. Let's pick on a manager. Right. A manager who knows that they're supposed to manage a self-directed agile team. But, but for whatever reason, they muck in, they get in the weeds. They stick their nose in there a billion times a day and micromanage their team in a variety of ways. But they've, it's not, but they know they're doing something wrong. I better, you know, I, I, I said, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they know that they're doing something. They're choosing. They're making, it's not cluelessness. Sometimes, you know, we've always historically given people this, this pass because, oh, they're clueless. Oh, they need more coaching. Oh, they need, oh, we, we need to give them a, yet another workshop. And, and I don't know if that's true. That's what he was, he's like, and again, let me be more extreme with what he said. He says, I think the teaching of Agile was done. I, he said, we've, we've taught it to death. There's a hundred books, probably more than a hundred books yeah. out there. And he was being extreme, but he's like, it feels like the teaching is done. The doing is what people aren't. They're not doing it. Now, how do we break through that? I don't believe that the teaching is done. So, for instance, I spent some time at an early college high school in Duplin County, North Carolina, last week, helping them. Um, and they were going through this process of trying to extend a project that they had built. So the day before, they had been given a set of very explicit instructions in how to build a rocket out of paper that you launch from a straw. You just blow in the straw and it launches. And everybody built the same thing. And then they then, the next day, evaluated the results and looked at the variables and tried to figure out why some went further and why, why some went shorter. That's very cool, actually. Right. And yeah. so they did that, and then the next step was how are you going to make it better? Yep. And they gave them an hour and a half with all the materials, time to build it. And but they still were going with the waterfall method, right? Because that's what that's what that's how they thought it should be done. So they were pushing very heavily, spend most of your time up front doing the research where they give you laptops get on the internet figure out what to build how to build it map it out then build it and i came in and was like no don't do that let's build as many rockets as you can build them fast try them learn move on do it again and everybody was like but that doesn't make any sense you know but it actually kind of does you know because you're going to learn you have five shots of building it rather than one shot yeah you know um, and I referenced the Marshmallow Challenge, which is a great TEDx video that everybody sh should watch. And it talks about it's this process of um, of of a group of people are given dried spaghetti, uh, string, string, and marshmallows, and tape. I think and something like maybe that. a little tape, right? And yeah. and the target objective is to build a tower as high as you possibly can and the guy that was giving the talk had done this experiment hundreds of times and was surprised to find that the folks that built the tallest towers were kindergartners because they had not been brainwashed and they quickly tried quickly built and they built three or four different versions in the time that the civil engineers built one and the civil engineers finally got it standing with like a minute left and it fell because they realized they needed to tweak something but they didn't give themselves the ability 
to tweak. So there's still lots of learning out there. In the high schools today, they don't know about Agile, right? I don't know about the college. Some of the colleges and the recent grads that I've talked to, they they have learned about Agile, but they've learned about it. It never was really put into practice. So they're still teaching folks coming out and into the workforce. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's still work we have to do because it hasn't permeated down to... You know, the kid that is going to drop out of high school because he has this idea that's going to change the world, you know, he still might go about it the old school way. So there's still some work to do there. But I think in the professional workforce, it's become one of those buzzwords that everybody thinks they should be doing. Um, but But I still think there's so many people that don't have a full understanding that we can't stop talking about it. We can't stop well, I'm not saying, educating. I'm not saying that, you know. So I, ten was extreme, and it it was over lunch. Right, it drove a nice discussion. I enjoyed the the conversation much like we do here. Um, but it it did make me think that, you know, I think we're moving from our. If you look at the world, uh, let's say the software, let's say software teams, uh, software organizations. Most software organizations today at least know what Agile is. Ten years ago, they didn't. It was a a bleeding-edge sort of methodology. In most firms today, they at least have pockets of agility. And and they've had pockets of agility for two, three, four, five years. So they're starting to get practice. They're starting to get knowledge. They're starting to get... But how many places have you walked into that have said they are Agile? And they do a stand-up. It's like 45 minutes long. And that's really it. But they've read, so here's the deal, right? They've read. I mean, everywhere, every every book, every article, every coach, I hope, but I, it says what? A stand-up should be 15 minutes. Right. I agree with you. So, so now what's the dilemma? So we have 15 minutes out there. Every white paper, every book that talks about a daily stand-up says 15 minutes. But I agree with you. There's 45-minute stand-ups out there. Is that a learning problem? All right, so I'm so I'm so I'm coming around to you, right now, in that I think what you're going after and what Ken was going after is that there's no shortage of information for you to self-educate at this point and do right. it right. And if you start doing something, and say, hey, you know what? Maybe I want to do this a little bit better. Yep. And you start to tackle that. Um, so yeah, okay. But those so teams, I'm, so they've I'm, seen 15, but the, for what what happens? They go to 45, so they know it's 15. I would bet if you put everyone in that stand-up on a lie detector, and, and no, no, but and yeah, you no, said, you're right. do you know what the right length, what is the right length for, is it 15 or 45? They would all know that it's 15. Right. They choose to do 45 for a variety of reasons, right? And and that's, so now, what do we do? Do we, do we keep teaching 15? I agree with you that for new teams, we need to get 15 out there. We need to talk about it. But the real problem, or a, another problem, is they're not freaking listening, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And and do you buy that? And and is that our new is that our new problem? How do we start getting folks to freaking listen? Right. Uh, th- thus, Ken's what dope slap. You know, people want well. Our daily stand-ups are highly ineffective, and he's like, I want, so how long? Uh, and they're forty-five minutes at best to an hour and a half, and the people overseas fall asleep, and or they hang up because they get disinterested. So what's the root problem to that? <clears throat> so I think it's listening. It's initiative, right? The status quo. Folks are comfortable with the status quo. I've been trying to think of how we, how we as the Metacast tackle that and try and help our growing group of listeners um, Ooh. 
Yeah. We're good. We're but, good. I, but I mean, I think you hit a key there. I'm going to interrupt you. And this is the first time I've done that in, <laughs> in, the, in the last 20 minute cast. Uh, listening. Listening. Gosh darn it, right? People aren't listening. It's like, and then paying attention. Right. It's it's like playing football or something. I mean, it's like, and I'm not, this is no joke. This is, right, but yeah. you, you play, what is it, peewee football or something. It would be like flipping off your coach when they tell you what is a proper block. Right. I, I would hope that every kid, at least, they may not get it, but they what? They listen to their coach. Right. They try it. Uh, what? But that doesn't seem to happen. In, in software, we maybe we're too innovative, maybe we're too creative, maybe we're too full of ourselves. I don't know, but it's like it's a 15-minute stand-up. Last time I checked, 50, you know, there's watches. Right. Yeah. There's it's it's actually algorithmic. We, you could have an algorithm. Yeah. But people ignore it. It's like why don't you just listen to what we're saying? So I think that there is a lack of listening, or listening slash paying attention slash doing until you know what you're doing. I think that's what we were doing. Remember when we did the the four parts, what we were doing, the toolkit, remember? Right, yeah. We were doing that toolkit that talked about if you don't know what you're doing, we will try to give you a toolkit, do this. Right. And you and I debated on what's in and what's out of play for a minimalist toolkit. Right. And what we were trying to do is, we weren't hypothetical, we were like, and once we constructed the toolkit, I don't think it went anywhere, but we wanted someone to then give it to them. Right. Give them a virtual toolkit and have them do it. The intent was not to, oh, and now you can ignore. So look in your toolkit and ignore, what, 80% of what's in there. No, yeah. you do it. Um, and and I don't know. I think listening is, or a lack of listening is part of that. Um, what else? I know. I'm trying to think of some statement that we can make or something, some, some action that we can do, right? Because... I don't want to be... Right, so if we just sit here and complain about it, we're as bad as them. I like kids don't slap. It's like maybe... But you can't run around slapping every team in the universe. You know, you, we could have a virtual slap. We could have a virtual hand that goes out. We could program that. Come on. Josh. I, I, it's, it's a virtual slap. It's like, please listen. Please, please do this before you do. I agree. I don't want to go... I want to go from whining to what do we do about it. Right. But it's, it's, I mean, our toolbox. Like, please pay attention to our toolbox. We're not just sitting here blowing smoke on the Metacast. Right. We have, we have experience. We have book learning experience. We have certification experience. We have real world experience. We across multiple companies. Right. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, suck it up, people. And please, you know, by and large, before you discount what we say, try it. Gain some experience before you change things. Is this topic pooping out? Do you think? No, I'm just thinking. Right. Qu- so no, I'm. I'm we're yeah, the wheels are turning. We're gonna be here for a while. Yeah. Gosh, sorry. So, in in thinking through this, it does. I really don't like this, but it does get back to what you started with. I'm not saying you're right. I refuse don't, to accept. But it could be a nice birthday present. I would accept <laughs> that as a birthday present. That that would make uh, me. I would sort of like skip out of here. You know. That, oh, oh <laughs> let me let me get my phone out so we can so we can record, record you skipping that. out yeah, exactly. and put it on the next Metacast. Yeah, that would be awesome. So so I do think it does get down to courage and courage. One, when you see something that's wrong, to fix it, um, but also the courage to try something new. And I think that's really what it's about is letting go of the way 
you've always done it, right? That's that's my least favorite thing to hear is, well, we've always done it that way. And the amount of times I've heard that and the things that have been perpetuated, just the, just the bad processes, not even forget Agile, right? But just the processes in companies of that's the way we've always done it. And you say, why? And there's really no good answer. Of like, well, that's just what I was told. So listening is one. And it's called what you're saying, entrenchment. People are entrenched in their thinking. And they don't open their mind or a lack of open-mindedness to try new things. Maybe courage is coupled with that. It probably is. But I agree with you. It's, it, it, And I hear this. Gosh, I'm out there teaching. I, I wish I had a, oh, it's, it's, it's atrocious how many times I, I hear that though, right? I joke about it with classes. I try to lighten the mood. I try not to confront every time right. because I'd be, I'd be dope slapping people at, oh, too much and I don't want to do that. I want, I, you know, I want them to adopt Agile, but there's a lot of folks out there who just, you know, they think they know it, right? Maybe there's a humility gap, so it's not just courage, but it's, it goes back to that, maybe that uh, Shuhari thing. You know, like martial arts, it's you almost you have to admit what you don't know. Like in right, the beginning, yeah. you know nothing, right? And then you so you go, and that, and that's what's not happening here. When folks are going agile, they're not letting go and saying, "I know nothing. Let me listen to what you're telling me and let me apply it, and then let me learn and grow with you." They don't do that. They they go agile. They read the books, and then they're what? Oh, by the way, I've got twenty years. The managers are atrocious this way. I've got twenty years of experience. Right. I've always estimated software this way. I can't push back on my boss because my boss, you know, I have to give them, we were talking about forecasting. I have to be able to forecast before we know what we're building. Right. Right. I have no choice. Whereas I think if that person had meekness or humility and said, there's too much martial arts thing here, but they talk about what? Emptying the cup. How do you, what is that analogy? You know, where it's full? Like if you want to learn something, you have to empty in order to fill it with new stuff. You know that, you've seen that in Bruce Lee movies or something, I've seen this analogy where they talk about if you pour something into a full, they, they start by having a cup and they pour water into it. Right. And it overflows the cup. And, they're, and, and so they're not learning because there's what? No room for new information. So they're pouring in new information to a brain. Let's call that a brain. Right, okay. Into a brain that is full of what? Stuff. In order to pour in new stuff, you have to what? You have to empty the brain. You have to say, I am willing to learn new things. And, and maybe that's a big part of what's going on here is we're not, we're not, empty, and I'm not talking about emptying everything. Right. I'm not discounting. Yeah, no, I get it. But... I'm not discounting experience. Experience matters. But having the humility to say, I'm going to start from scratch. Yeah, and you know there there are a lot of developers that become pigeonholed because they never they're unwilling to learn things. So um, the COBOL developers that are out there that are still working on mainframes, they might be in high demand because there's not that many Even of them Java anymore. Developers working on database systems and things like that, right. who are just who've been doing the same things. I'm referencing a, a recent a recent place where you did. <laughs> yeah, but not everyone. Yeah, it, right. It's not just COBOL. We picked yeah. on COBOL, but yeah. it's it's current technologies. But maybe folks who were stuck on this is how I've done it. Right. Yeah, like uh, to me, that's a huge reason of why why I'm in mobile and why 15 years ago I I left to go work on the web because it was clear that the web was the leading technology for the next decade you know, or plus and beyond, but now mobile's that same thing. And that's why I'm here. 
Right. One of the things we did on one of the Metacasts, I brought up this guy, now I forget his name, but it was when we were doing the toolkit, when we were introducing the toolkit, I mentioned this guy who, uh, who, who had a very prescriptive way of coaching Agile teams. And he, he, so he would tell them what to do. He would make sprint planning had a frame and a reason to it. He was he was incredibly prescriptive, uh, and he wouldn't really engage the teams in like, you know, choosing. You know, he would tell them you're going to do user stories. He would tell them what points they're going to use. So he he had a package. He had a toolkit, right? And he would shove it down their throat in the beginning, and he'd get a lot of resistance. But he would just tell he he would overcome the resistance by just being a dictator, right? For the first two or three or four sprints. Now, as people asked him for explanations along the way, he would explain as they gained experience. He would so he was very prescriptive in the beginning, and then he would fall back from that. Uh, but those teams accelerated, right? That that was the, the teams accelerated in their learning uh, faster than most teams who are sort of what you, who you're soft coaching, right? And and maybe that's maybe maybe so there is. The, well, but that's where we were going with the but toolkit was we were going to be very prescriptive at first, and it was targeted at just shoe teams, so folks that had never done it, and then we even talked about. Items that as you progress and move into the host stage, these are things you can shed or add on. Yeah, I think he was doing that same thing. Of now, it's it's confrontational because he's not. There's no humility. He's not. He's overwhelming. So if you use that, I don't know that uh, martial arts analogy. They're not emptying the cup. He's just what he's shoving water into the right. cup and and making it or or you know expanding the boundaries of the cup and he's shoving more water in there. And then over time, they get the learning. Uh, I wish it could be softer than that. I wonder if there's a softer technique you could use of just say, guys, work with us. You know, we want you to trust us. You don't know if you could, because I think, I think going for humility would be a better way to start teams than shoving it up their nose or something right. like that, which is what he, you get to the same place and probably could get there faster. Like, trust me. That's the other thing that I feel is as as it, folks, Folks distrust me as a teacher. They're, yeah, they're they're constant. You get this a lot. They're yeah, con- aren't they? They're constantly questioning what you're suggesting, even if you've seen it. You could come up. I've I've, I've seen this a thousand times. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like you know they're not trusting your experience. There's all there's a tremendous amount of pushback. So do you think that's potentially related to the amount of bad teachers that are out there? That, like, I think if so, we didn't go. Ken and I didn't go there. But I do think there's some clearly there's crappy part of the bad agile wave is is let's not call them bad but they're inexperienced and they're poor, right? They they have poor experience. But they're pretending not to be. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and just not so delivering the yeah, value that yeah, they I should. Think, I think that's part of it, right? I, I think that's part of it. But general, it's not a receptive audience. So I keep coming back to courage slash what humility. Uh, I, I find that the development community isn't this receptive. They're not like the football. There's not like you with what in Pee Wee football or whatever it is. You were receptive. Right. Your heart was what you went out there as a little guy and you wanted to play football. You wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. You said, "I don't know." Right. That isn't that. That's what's missing. How? When was the last time you said, "I don't know"? Help me, Josh. I don't understand. <laughs> what was the last conversation? So, co- coach, mentor, mentee. Where someone was literally someone was coming to you with the, with the what the mindset of humility, saying I don't know. Wednesday. Really? Yeah. But rare. 
or is that a that's relatively some, rare? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm thankful. That's a yeah. good. That's a good event. Yeah. But that's a rare. You know, maybe you have more of those. Maybe that mindset of humility would be part of it. Yeah. You're quiet and contemplative. Is yeah. It, these is these it, are you're approaching the, your birthday, and and it's no. It's a it's a juicy topic, and I. What I don't want to do is I don't want to walk out of here. I don't have people getting to the end of the podcast and feeling like what do we do? Right. That's we, what I so I'm so I'm so scrambling in my brain trying to 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 give people action action steps or whatever they can do. Tool. I want to maybe this is a rallying cry to go back to our toolkit. Right. Because gosh darn it, I'm frustrated that we didn't get enough traction on the toolkit because I thought it was thoughtful and it, I'm not stuck on it. But I thought we put some thought into that. And I thought the practice, the dialogue of the practices of what is entry, right? What is the cost of entry to good agile? Right. Was in the toolkit. Okay. Uh, so maybe, I can live with that. Could you? So it's yeah. like go back, metacasters, go back and darn it, look at the toolkit. We will put the link in the post. Which is a prescriptive framework. Uh, now, what we didn't talk about with the toolkit was this balance of what? Telling versus encouraging, mm-hmm. right? Making, we were very tell people what to do I would rather encourage folks I would rather them ask for help have that sort of that recognition that I don't you know your team should go to you and say Josh is an agile expert he knows agile I don't right let me rely on Josh just like you rely on if you have a Java programmer who's an expert <laughs> flip it around right I hope you're like you know I can I can I can add something because of my programming background but I hired you as a Java expert right exactly that's your job I will yeah. listen to you 80 percent of the time yeah well and I think that that's so I think that might be it I think that that might be the core of the issue is that the what many would say that backwards trust is the the number of places that I've been where a manager really trusted the members of his team to know more than they did is very very low so the managers are not displaying trust of yeah. their team so therefore, why should the team trust any authoritative well, that would be one figure? Cop outs. I'm saying. So what I'm saying is that manager is choosing to be distrustful. Right. And, and the, the flip that around. Stop that. Right. Dope slap. Dope slap. You're not being agile. Guess what? You are part of the problem. It says trust them. It, the fine print says trust them. Right. The two tattoo on your forehead says trust them. <laughs> but I'm not even talking about agile. I am talking about. It, right, like the past, so the fifteen years that I've been working, yeah. that it's predominantly a top-down structure. I know more than you. Yeah. I right that I've been doing this for thirty years. Yeah. Even though I haven't written code in fifteen yeah. years, I still know more than you. Even though you're in the product writing or code I have every to day, feel comfortable that you know what you're doing. So I have to be the checkpoint for you. Right. Even if I can't even spell the language you're coding anymore, I have to stick my nose in. What so I don't know how we can expect members of the team to trust any authoritative figure if every authoritative figure has not shown them trust. Right? So it's part of that culture yep. over the past X number of decades yep. that are that just that we've created. Yep. Right? So, so as an organizational coach, I want to dope slap all of them. Right. So maybe in parallel. Maybe starting with the manager. I'm going to get you a T-shirt. Right. Dope. No. You know what Ken was saying? He had, I'm, I'm stealing. I'm <laughs> stealing. You know those big hands that you have at football games? Yeah. 
he was talking about, you know, sort of mocking one of those. I love this idea, right? Is having a dope slap hand or something like that, right? <laughs> but they're cushioned, right? They're soft. So, or or a t-shirt, but but slap. It's not slapping, but we're we're all. It's not the teaching. It is some of it, but it's the doing. It's like the damn it. Get over yourself, manager. Get over right. yourself, team. Get over yourself, whoever. And let's get on to what? Let's get on to changing these cultures. Let's get on to delivering excellent software and really not just saying it, but doing it. Let's get on to being open-minded. Let's get right. being on to trying new things and truly trying new things. Right, but I think there's a cultural mountain that we have to climb, that we have to get through. We have to get over that before people really accept what Agile is about and really begin to excel. Right, like you have to break through that trust is that right. I think in the first agile toolkit thing, and I think even the first episode of Metacast was about trust. It was a very early topic. I would agree. Right. Uh, So I think you have to get in and break down everything that's prevented trust from existing within that team and that corporate culture. That before you do that, agile is not going to work. Right. It's like those times where you've said this company is not ready for agile. They are not a candidate for agile success because of X, Y, and Z. And oftentimes it's going to be that trust. I guess when I'm, I agree with you, but you know, two years, so we've been metacasting for over two years, two and a half years ago, we did a trust episode that say, uh, it's not improved things. We're still racking on, and it's not that all, it's all our responsibility. And I disagree. It is a mountain. I agree with you that it's a mountain. Uh, I disagree that we should perceive it as a hill. And we need to attack it. Uh, I think what's happened is we're circularly blaming what we're culture, and and culture is the issue. Yeah. But what are we doing? About I'm not it? saying that no we should blame it. I think we should recognize that we have a we have a mountain to climb. Don't call it a hill. It's a freaking mountain. It's right? a mountain, but let's attack it rather than what I I actually say that we're not. We're, so this goes back to what are we doing? We're retraining. We're retraining. Oh, here's how to run a stand-up. Here's how to run a stand-up. Here's how to run a stand-up. I see. Okay. Right. So your problem. We keep is not, doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results. Yeah. That's what. That's that's realize it's not the it's not the it's not the 15 minutes anymore. It's the fact that you're doing 45 minutes. Right. Look yourself in the mirror and say, crap. We we suck. Right. We're doing 45 minute stand-ups. 15 is the goal. Let's have a retrospective and let's bring it down. Uh, let's talk about my manager is, is swooping in and disrupting our release planning or whatever it is. Stop. That sucks. That's wrong. Have and it's courage. It's recognition. It's start. We're we're not attacking the mountain. Is what I'm what I'm sensing. Right. right? Okay. We're attacking the mountain with training. I buy that. We're, that's well, a, that's attack. We are. You know, we're trying to climb the same stupid foothills all when the, there's a giant mountain over there that we're all and that's, that's afraid of. That's a start. That's yeah. a start attacking that. Okay. And have have a developer look their manager in the eye one time and have the courage and to say, you know, I'd appreciate it if you would stop micromanaging me. I know what I'm doing and I'd like you to trust me for the next sprint. And to, I'd love to have this come. And these conversations don't happen enough. Right. Right. That kind of that kind of congruent conversation, independent of your title or my title, we're both working to your in this company towards the same goal. If you're if you're doing something wrong, let's have that and have it on the flip. If I'm not producing quality code, call me out on it in in a, in a sort of congruent way. Right. Agree. 
I mean, he made me think. I don't know if there's a degree of disagree. I do. I do well, like our callback to the toolkit. Uh, I, I think that there are some tools in there that I would really like folks to hang their hat on and then do it. Right. And damn it, do some of this stuff. And if you run into impediments, then it's your responsibility to walk, run through those impediments. Right. And hey, what you know what? If you get there and you're stuck, ask us. Ask. We us. will help. Yes. Free coaching. Yeah, it's there. Come it's get there. it. It's there. Come get it. To the degree, yeah, but you get remember you get what you pay for. <laughs> oh, stop it! No, it is it's free. It's free, and and I'm it's it's coaching. We care. It's not just free or whatever. Or Medicast or it's two guys on a on a podcast blowing smoke. We care about this stuff. I care. You know, Josh and I we're doing this because we're passionate about agility and knocking the heck out of that mountain. Yeah. Right. And and let's let's get on with things. How did the Medicast go today, Josh? It went well. I want to share a small victory. Um, one of our most recent podcasts was around retrospectives, and I mentioned that I had toyed with the idea of extracting myself and my managers out of that retrospective, and we did. And I had to fight like heck not to like go listen through the wall or anything hard, like that. It? it was hard, yeah. but the notes coming out of that team did good yeah the team did great and they owned the actions whereas before it was always well Josh you own this now so it was like I was so excited and I can't wait for the next one so folks that are struggling with retrospectives that are out there I took Bob's advice again I will not say he was right even if it is his birthday tomorrow, I will not say that. Um, but Bob gave me a little tip that said, hey, maybe you uh, shouldn't be in that retrospective. And um, so that little bit of free coaching, that listening, that asking, I was really struggling with that. And Bob pointed me in a different direction. And I said, you know what, I'm going to give that a shot. And it was rough. But I'm so happy I did it. But the team is, uh, I'm, that's excellent. That's excellent commentary on the, well, on you, because I know how hard that is. Yeah. Trust me, I, I know exactly how hard that is. <laughs> and, and, but it's a comment, a positive comment on the team. Yeah. Just keep that up. Yeah. And it's, and it, I hope you didn't, I know you didn't, I'm, this is for the Metacasters. We're not saying that Josh is totally disinterested, but you're looking at the results. Now you're leading from what? Not inside the retrospective, but from the results side of the retrospective. So you can ask questions of, you know, what did you sign up for? Right. Next sprint. Right. How, how, did that, how did that turn out for you? you right. Can, you can have those powerful sort of external questions for the team. So it's not the inmates running the asylum. It's mm-hmm. the inmates what? Taking personal accountability. Yeah. Good. Good sharing. Yeah. So I was ecstatic. and wanted to make sure that I almost said you were right. Almost. You didn't. You didn't. I didn't. Did I came close. You avoided it. And I I'm, did. And I'm, I'm not proud of you, but <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I would never. I have said. I have said you're right. I think you cake. have. Yeah. I have. And I meant it. And, and it hurt. And you get flustered. You get red whenever I say that. Or something. I do. You get, I do. You get. It's like, oh gosh, he can't say that. So, Metacasters, this is for our birthday. This is our birthday podcast. Yes. Uh, happy birthday, Josh. Same to you, sir. And maybe have many more, many. Year, many more birthdays and many more years. So how do folks get it? We want your feedback, every bit of feedback we can get and request for coaching, anything. We are here for you. So Josh, how the heck do folks get ahead of all yeah, of us? I posted on Twitter this morning that we were going to do a Metacast and asking if anybody had any questions. And I got crickets. Crickets? Crickets. Oh, that's so disappointing. So I guess I guess the world of Agile out there is just problem free. Yeah. So nobody's I, having any yeah. issues whatsoever. I Imagine, tell you what. 
I, I must be looking at Agile through the wrong lens. <laughs> Maybe, Bob. Maybe. So, um, you can find us on Twitter, Meta-Cast, all spelled out, on our website, Meta-Cast, with the actual hyphen. Um, we are on Facebook. We are on iTunes. We are now on SoundCloud. I really like SoundCloud because you can make comments at a specific point in the discussion. So please take advantage of that. We would love to have that They feedback. can make comments at a point in the discussion? Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is cool. I have to check yeah. that out. Yeah. It is really cool. So that is where we are. Find us. Talk to us. Ask us questions. We want to help. Very cool. Yes. So for... Bob Galen. And Josh Anderson. Shake. And bake. You all have a great week. Ooh, you mixed it up. <laughs>